Yo, 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 what is happening? I know it's been a little bit. No further ado, a year later, here we are, here to tell. It's your boy Versa. What's up, Lee? How you doing? I'm good, man. I am good, chilling like a villain with no ceiling. Right. How you doing? How you been? I'm doing well, man. Sky's the limit. Everything is wonderful. Christmas just wrapped up. Ready for the new year? Absolutely, absolutely. We, uh, you feel like you actually had a a really good Christmas this year with the family, whatnot? Yeah, pretty good, I would say. Yeah, that's good, good time with the family. That's good. It's good to be in the moments in the in the vicinity and the, the 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 care with with the people of our loved ones and everything. Um, it definitely flew by, and I did not was not looking forward to uh, going back into the office today mm. after being off for two days. But mm. you know, fair enough. It's that's to be expected. Yeah, you gotta though. do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, man, no, no, no further ado. It's been a little bit. It's actually been a year, man. Can you believe it? Like since, <laughs> I can't. since the last since since, since last the recording. last recording, yeah. yeah and I feel kind of bad, sense. podcasters, listeners, um, because I think there was you know there's some there was definitely probably some expectation around you know uh, a lot of consistent content. So I gotta say I'm gonna take some accountability for that, but. Um, you know, uh, that's kind of the nice thing about these casts, right? Is that there's not necessarily a limit to how much content you can put out. The The key is, is that when you put the content out, that it's delivered at a relevant time. And I feel like there's no time like the present. We feel like there's no time like the present. So, um, Lee, we, we left off, if I'm not mistaken, on um, episode 12 or 13 of uh, <clears throat> 2018, um on the uh, closing New Year's for a year for themes. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Um, and I guess, you know, just kind of like refresh and rejogging the the, 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 menta- the mental a little bit. Um, we we kind of talked a little bit about like the difference between like New Year's resolutions and themes. Right. And kind of going away from the resolution thing. Yep. Um, and introducing kind of like that new concept, that millennial concept of themes. And, um, you know, what do you, I guess my question, first question is, do you remember, first of all, I hope you remember your 2019 theme. Yeah. You do? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, what was your thing? Year of productivity. Year of productivity. That's a good one. That's actually a, a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, do you feel like, how do you feel like you did as far as like, um, you know, the, the, the full year, the, the, the year of productivity. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is that we went away from resolutions because resolution means that there's actionable steps to be done to obtain whatever it is that you're trying to get towards. Right. And so themes kind of open it up and allow you to have the flexibility to not be regimented in what you're trying to accomplish, but at the same time still be working towards something. So this is the first year doing it. And I feel overall that it was an, a success year being that for me is the year of productivity. I mean, it's, it's very much personal to the individual who creates it. And so what that represented to me as the year of productivity is to go above and beyond what I've already been able to do. And it served as a reminder to constantly push myself 
in those times in which I didn't want to. So it was the thing that pushed me to continue moving forward when I didn't want to. Okay. So, so hold up. So, so basically for you, um, it, it, you, it's a self-ownership thing, right? It, it pertains specifically to you, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it it was a measurable thing that you set for yourself for accountability um, to go above and beyond right. what was expected um, from yourself. Right. Is that, am I, am I on with that? Yeah. So, so there's, that sounds like there's a lot of different standards that, were kind of in the midst of that or could be in the midst of that that you had to adhere to and uphold mm-hmm. um how, how did you go about like i guess creating those standards did you create the standards or were they just kind of like situational as as the year unfolded it was more situational so because it's a theme and it just kind of guides it's it's kind of like the background noise that guides you on your decisions so knowing that on the weekends, you could just kind of kick up your feet and relax. Easy to do. Easy to do. Really easy to do. I decided to remind myself what I was trying to accomplish. And I wanted to be more productive. I knew that I was in a, in a time in my life where I could give myself 100% to the projects that I wanted to embark on. So I knew that I wanted to go all in and I couldn't allow myself to kind of settle back um, in the moments when I very well could have. Hmm. And so it, it was it was the it was the the element that was in the background that kept me going through the rest of the year. So you almost basically like there was a silent competition with yourself. No, nah, it wasn't a competition. You wouldn't consider a competition? No. Because if I I mean you know, just kind of like hearing it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having it be in a competition if it was even, you know, it sounds like it wasn't for you. But what I mean by that, people, is like, you know, we we, we as people can be our biggest motivators um, and our biggest destroyers. And so if there is a, like a self-competition, you're continuously um, setting that bar high or setting that standard high to reach a certain level and attaining it. That's what I mean. Mm. And and it sounds like there was an implied, even if it wasn't conscious, it sounded like there was an implied self-competition with, you know, within. I guess you can view it that way. I just don't see it with that kind of connotation because to me, competition uh, carries more of a negative aspect in, in my mind than it does for maybe other people. Okay. Um, and you know, that kind of stems from my childhood where, you know, competition in the actual definition of the sense is trying to beat out other people to be the best. And so it wasn't, it didn't carry that type of spirit. It didn't have Mm -hmm. that. Like I got to beat that previous person the next day. Like I, I, I'm much more relaxed on it and it could be, um, a product of age of just kind of mellowing out and just so what you're saying is you ask you're you're getting gray hairs you're getting old uh, i mean there's there's been a few white hairs that i plucked uh-huh, out you know what i mean uh-huh. trying to keep my keep the my tweezers the on standby yeah, and they're nice and sharp i, I got <laughs> i got an eye for those white hairs man. <laughs> i get it though i mean you don't you don't want to you you weren't trying to outdo or outrun 
your yourself too much. You didn't you didn't facil- you didn't affiliate it like that with yourself. That's right. not how you viewed it. Right. It wasn't it wasn't a negative thing. It was it was you. more of a, a positive experience of like, you know, giving yourself that break if let's say for example I didn't live up to what I was trying to accomplish. I wasn't trying to beat myself down. And in the same sense, competition from how I understand it is usually always building up to the next level. And in real life, there comes a point where you yield and you have a point of diminishing returns where you're no longer able to go to that next level. Hmm. There has to be that breaking point. Hmm. And when you're in that constant competition sense, that spirit, I can feel myself burning out much quicker. Hmm. And I'm I'm not I'm not running a I'm not running a sprint, I'm in life for a marathon. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of truth in that and what you said. And and quite honestly, I, I feel like I see it the same way. I think the only caveat to that, though, my man, is, you know, speaking in regards to, you know, that, that limit, like someone could argue, right, that when you let that, that, that idea be implanted in the head of, you know, you're going to have a limit, then you're automatically limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, now it, it takes a certain, you know, strong cognitive psyche, right. To be able to understand that there's a reality side and the actuality side, but for someone that's not built mentally strong like that, they could easily put themselves in that, okay, I'm going to have a limit state and stay there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they, they end up as a result, giving themselves the short end of the stick. Right. So you had to be really careful, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is, there's that fine balance and that fine line that, I mean, I know that you have, but not everyone could have right right i mean bruce lee said it's like having no limit as limit and i mean it's more than anything ty like i agree it's you got to know yourself and i feel like i'm very attuned to my own well-being and i know what what pushes me what drives me i know how to motivate myself and so i have a very good grasp and an understanding of that and so i don't need to kind of like set lofty goals that i feel like are way too ambitious especially Mm. at this point Mm. um because as a younger person in my 20s those overarching ambitious over the top optimistic goals were definitely the driving force through the 20s but as i kind of round out and go now to the to the 30s it's kind of setting realistic goals but it's not it's not I guess yeah, you're right. I guess it is setting a limit, but it's 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 putting on that limit based off of prior experiences of what I know, what's in my own abilities, and uh, you know, you can obviously make the argument and say it's like, well, you just set a limit to yourself. It's like yeah, because I know myself and right. I know what I'm right. capable of, and I'm not I'm not trying to play that young man's game anymore because that's that's not who I am anymore. I got you. You're not trying to break down the defender and try to go bang on him down the line like, you know, LeBron. You're trying to take him on the block and go shoot the fadeaway like MJ. I am Steph Curry, man. Steph Curry is IR right now. You, you sure you want to be Steph? I'm, I'm, I'm playing like Steph, man. I, I shoot the threes. Give me the threes. I, I, don't, I, don't, need a, I don't need a slash <laughs> like Derrick Rose. I, I play easy. Yeah, because Derrick Rose now is playing the old man game. Yeah, you know, after he realizes you can't go two feet two hands no. for the entirety of his career. No, 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 no. He I was going you. zero to a hundred every play. I got you. Right. Um, okay, okay. I see that. I mean, 
uh, you know, it sounds like I mean we we haven't really gotten too too far into the like sp the specifics of anything just yet, but it sounds like you know you had a you had a, a really good um, grasp on 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 what you meant to set out for for 2019 and, and establishing a very uh, a very impactful more, more importantly like a very clear and concise thing and mm -hmm. that was obviously the 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 theme of productivity mm -hmm. I got you right so. I mean, I, I shoot the question back at you, man. How was, what was the theme of 2019 for you? So my, my theme of 2019, man, was uh, the theme of action. Mm. Um, year of action, I should say. Okay. And, um, you know, there's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I'm blanking right now just because I'm, there's a lot of stuff that I did, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that, um you know, that I, I really experienced and that I'm looking forward to for 2020, obviously. But yeah, it was a year of action. Um, so did you feel like you fulfilled what you set out for in the beginning of the year? I, I would say, I would say so. I think for me, the year of action um, kind of had the, the process, the thought process of um, not just saying yes to stuff, but being purposeful and tactful um and time and having timeliness on the things i was saying yes to mm. um and it was increasing my amount of dues mm. um if that makes sense so okay let me backtrack what does year of action mean to you mm. Mm. so year of action to me means going going out and ensuring that I am not just checking things off, but um, accomplishing things that I set out to do, A. B, accomplishing and executing things that um, are opportunistic. So when things come up that... Um, I you know it's like you're you're debate I'm debating whether or not I should go with this or not do it so go through with it or not go through it mm -hmm. actually go through with it and see it out mm. to the entirety of its finish mm. um whether that is a month 6 months or a year sure the timeline doesn't necessarily matter as long as I went through with the action right. and saw it out to its entirety right um and the last piece of that is is like I said like having more volume of, of yeses and of dues, mm. you know, uh, really quickly looking back at 2018, uh, if you refer back to the, to that last episode, I was talking about, there were a lot of things looking back on that, you know, I kind of waited on other people to do, mm -hmm. or uh, I waited to see how things were going to play out before I said yes, or embarked on that journey. Mm -hmm. In 2019, there was like little to no hesitation, mm. you know, if, if I had an opportunity to do something, I signed myself up for it, I went through it, or I achieved it mm. um, on the things that I, I wanted to do, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I noticed that, um, first of all, the year flew by. And I think a lot of the year flew by because the things that I did throughout the year um, were were very um, exponential. You know, they, were exper they were experiences they were also things that I hadn't done before and they were, there were things that I hadn't experienced for as an adult, you know? So 
I think with those uncertainties and that ambiguity in those situations, it speeds up time. It mm. almost seemed like, you know? Mm. Um, so that was kind of uh, an interesting observation about myself. One thing I will say is that putting the theme action on on my year, on, on anybody's year, um, will definitely heighten your awareness mm. for overall, um, I think, overall thought process of what you're doing. Mm. It, it heightens and increases the awareness of the time that you spend doing the, the things that matters, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, find, I found myself, um, you know, in those moments where I was doing activity A, you know, whether it was the gym or whether it was, you know, writing the journal, I find myself easily figuring out what was the next thing mm. and what what was the next thing to do and what have I done thus far. So it was like throughout the year, there was much quicker check-ins, you know? So, so would you say that it, the theme helped you out for your year? I think it did. I, I think looking back on it, looking back at it, it definitely helped me out because um, it, it it increased the awareness. It enabled me to really hone in on on what what I needed, what I wanted to do next, um, without wasting a lot of time in planning. Mm. You know, planning is necessary. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but there was I didn't I didn't seize opportunities in twenty eighteen because I was either over planning or under planning. Mm. Um, so in twenty nineteen, I made it a point. To do. To do. Right. You know? Right. And that was that was a huge difference in my year. And I noticed it just from a level of fulfillment that I achieved, you know? Mm. So I think that was that that was definitely the, the theme of action for sure helped me. Mm. Um honestly, if I could, you know, I'm 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 choosing a different theme, I think, for twenty twenty, but I think that is one theme I know I can always resort back to mm. and and achieve results. Yeah. And I, I think that's that just goes in line with why themes work out at least better for us than resolutions. Yeah. Because it is that awareness that, that constantly reminds you of what you're doing and it shapes what you end up doing. Right. Or not doing right, for that right, matter. Right. So it is, it is vitally important as a, as a quick reminder of like, Oh man, yeah, this is, this is the year of productivity or this is a year of action. It's like, how, what am I going to do? Does this get me closer to what I'm trying to accomplish or does it take me away from it? That simple act of just checking in to yourself and saying, does this get me closer to what I'm trying to accomplish in my year or not? Right. It's super powerful. And it sounds like both of us had a really good outcome based off of using themes. Yeah, man. And it's wild when you when you think about how much um, we were conditioned to to give in to the philosophy of the new year's resolution, Mm -hmm. you know, like most people still, in fact, yeah, I'll say most because, you know, there's no evidence behind it, but most people still have that general philosophy. I can't wait. In fact, I had a candidate, you know, that I was actually speaking to recently. Uh, We were talking about Christmas vacation and how a lot of people eat unhealthy. And then shortly followed up after that statement was that's what we have January for the new Mm. year's resolution to 
unshed all those unhealthy pounds that we gained mm-hmm. for holiday season. Mm-hmm. And she said it not even like not even knowingly, right? Right. It's it was innate. It was second nature for her to just spitball that. Right. It's it's wild though how much different of your objectives and how much like different of your actions and your strategy goes with themes versus a resolution. Right. Right. And and uh, kind of going back off of that is when people mentioned the really popular resolution of I'm going to get healthy. And how is it, how are you going to do that? I'm going to go to the gym, right? Starting January 1st, pe- smart, people who are smart and are, are savvy, they're going to start November or yeah. even before that. So yeah. by the time yeah. that you get to January, you're no longer the newbie. You're the, yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you've had some experience in the gym and you can show those people who are coming in how to do things. But no matter what, those things usually don't plan out well because you weren't able to hit your objective because those actionable steps, you miss a thing or two because life happens. Right. And so there's discouragement right. and that leads you down the path of, well, you know, the next day and the right. next day. Right. And when you're not focused on that idea, then it becomes lost in life and suddenly uh, you're probably halfway through the year thinking about new next next new year's resolution absolutely or you or even worse sometimes you've fell right back into the cycle that you have been in that has not generated you results 100 for previous months right right so instead of taking that same example so instead of of the new year's resolution to go to to go to the gym more the way that I would say it in a theme-related topic would be the the year of healthy living. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be the gym. No. And it's just, okay, I know that healthy living, how can I how can I live more healthily? Oh, I can instead of choosing potato chips for, for my for my snack, I'm gonna eat some grapes. That right there. Or celery or chance. celery stick. Right, anything. Yeah. Or like, oh, instead of parking my car close, I'm going to park just a little bit away so that I can walk because I want to be a little bit more healthier. Right. It's those tiny things from just that one theme that drive your actions for the entire year. And I feel like that's why it makes it so powerful to have themes versus resolutions. Absolutely. No, you hit the nail right on the head. And it's that it's those it's those subtle nuances in our day to day that you don't notice when it's a theme mm. that you notice when it's a resolution. Right. Now, I would love to have like a neurologist or a psychiatrist study that because the the fascinating thing behind just a tweak of words and a, a tweak of ideas on how type of an impact it has on us as people is mind boggling because mm. here I am 30 years old up until I would say last year, to be fair, I was a New Year's resolution guy. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I've achieved a good amount, mm-hmm. but nothing in my 30 years on this earth, 31 years on this earth can a- amount for the amount that I feel like I accomplished in the year of action. Mm. Like, and I say that like humbly, right? There's a lot that I've done, but there's a lot I haven't done. Mm-hmm. Last year, 2019, there was a lot that I accomplished. Mm. And I think just the tweak, like you said, with the, the fact that um, you know, there was so much impact on that that 
we don't even realize it's going on in our in our heads. It's just happening naturally when it's a theme versus mm-hmm. when it's a resolution. Mm-hmm. That's 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 very very impactful. Right, hundred um, percent. You know, one of the other things that is interesting about the theme is, um, you don't need to change it in the halfway point of the year. If you can, yeah. you can. Yeah, but if you set out to create a theme in December, like if like like using your um, healthy live live healthy um, example um, to p- piggyback on that one. If you set that out in December, there is a good chance that that will carry you. In fact, there's a really high chance that that will carry you for the whole twelve months. Right. You won't need to change it. Right. Now, with that same token, there will be small challenges that you will encounter mm-hmm. that will test you, mm-hmm. right? That will basically determine whether or not you need to change it or reshape it or rethink it or just handle the situation differently. Right. But the beauty in the theme is that it's a theme, so it covers so much. Right. And yes, uh, you, you you mentioned a really good point that I, I, I completely forgot, but I do want to mention is that even though we're framing it as a yearly thing, it doesn't have to be. It can be a quarterly theme. It can be a seasonal theme. Right. It could be. It could be a whole year, or it can carry on to the next year. Right. That's what. That's what's the. That's what's beautiful about it. Right. Is that if it no longer serves you, why are you still continuing to do it? Absolutely. It served us, so it made sense for us to talk about it and carry it through for the entire year because right. it made sense. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're locked down for the whole year to be doing that one thing. Absolutely. And I feel like it's also important with that being said is to do a review throughout the year, whether it, it doesn't matter how you do it. It's, you can have it weekly, monthly, uh, half a year. But it has to be done. It has to be done. It to yes. Be done. It's an, it's important to reflect on how you've been doing so far and what's been working, what hasn't been working and where can you improve. And just, it's good to check in just to see Absolutely. how things have been going and what changes have you noticed. Right. So speaking of that, um, what were some of the things or I guess highlights of your, your productivity? If you could give like, you know, a couple of different nuggets of, of examples of specifics that um, you measured for yourself for your productivity theme. The one obvious one that stands out is that I ended up working a lot more in the times off. So uh, my work, my line of work gives me a lot of different breaks throughout the year. And so I filled that in by supplementing it with other work. Right. And so that kept me busy and um, it really was productive um, to to say it simply. Um, But I, I would also say that uh what was real what was equally important in the year of productivity is that what was built in the years prior mm. so um i was productive in other senses of my life like for instance like meditation was a big part of my my everyday situation everyday morning routine where i would wake up and the first thing i would do would would meditate 30 minutes like there's no questions about it, I have to meditate. Are we talking like sit down, crisscross type meditation? Because yep, meditation down. is different for everybody. Yep, that's mindful meditation. Okay. So, okay. So yes, sitting down, crisscross, 
eyes closed and you're focused on your breath right. and that's all you do. Right. And um, that helped ground me to allow me to be productive. Okay. But that's something that I built from prior years and going back to what I was mentioned, what I mentioned before is that I know myself. Right. And in order for me to be productive, I had to put the groundwork to be able to do that, to be able to be productive, to, to take on those extra shifts. Right, right, right. Because it's, it's one thing to be saying, oh man, I'm going to work, I'm going to work my tail off. But it's not measurable, attainable. Well, to to an extent, it is. You could you could you could objectively like mark down on the calendar. It's like, yeah, I worked thirty days. I I worked the whole thirty days in the calendar in this calendar month. Right. But what I'm trying to get at is that it's it has to be it has to make sense to you. Are you just simply for me? It wasn't just simply just to work for the sake of working. I wanted to prove to myself that maybe this is competition. I wanted to prove to myself that I was able to maintain a high level of productivity without the compromise of my well-being. And that means that there was no burnout. I didn't feel a sense of exhaustion and I'm still good. And that was only because of the groundwork that I set in the previous years for me to develop the, ha- the good habits that I have today mm. to allow me to be productive. Mm. Mm. That's a, that's a lot that goes into that, you know, those two things, that last one you spoke about, um, you know, to not to, first of all, to recognize not to burn yourself out while still maintaining high level of productivity. Uh, that's what they call self-awareness, Lee. And not just that, like that is more of that. There's, it's a measurable attainable, but more importantly, that is something that is hard to recognize. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have that that type of recognition because a lot of people will go 30 straight days or 60 straight days of just grind out with a very, very horrible work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll sleep <clears throat> three or four hours a night. And I know you. I know that you go to bed when the sun is just now going down a lot of times. You know, you go to especially bed... Especially in the wintertime. Especially yeah. in the wintertime. You go to bed pretty early. Like, <laughs> I think most 10-year-olds are still awake when you go to bed. No, nah, no, nah, 10-year-olds are, are probably are probably getting tucked in. 9 o'clock. I, my bedtime's 9 o'clock, by the way. That's early. That's not early. That's that's pretty early. That's, and, that's and, reasonable. And, okay, and then you wake up at the same time that most millionaires wake up, which is about, what, 4 a.m.? 4.30. 4.30. I've been, I've been stretching it out, but 5, 5.30 now. Millionaires, it's been proven that a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them wake up between the hours of 3.30 and 4.45 a.m. Mm. And there is a certain regimen that they that they follow and that they adhere to. Mm. You, you stay true to that, which is, you know, a part of the consistency and the diligence that it takes to be able to accomplish what you set out to accomplish in 2019, which mm-hmm. is high level of productivity. So I tip my hat off to you for that. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's great stuff. Um, for me, it was, um, you know, there were there was a lot of things. Um, I think one big one that stands out is probably the the purchase of my baby, and I'm not talking about a newborn child. I'm talking about my 2015 Subaru WRX. Mm. Um, the reason why that one was so great was because. Uh, a dear friend of mine, actually the the co-host, the uh, former co-host, I guess, uh, V, 
of, of Here to Tell um, actually had one. Um, I think he named his Sky. Um, it was a blue Subie, and he had it the year it came out, back in 2015, hmm. four or five years ago. And I told him, I was like, I'm getting one of these. I fell in love with that car. Um, he let me drive it a few times, and I just I couldn't get enough. And obviously, Oregon in here, you know, we get all four seasons. Um, and Subaru is like the, the car of Oregon, I feel like. Hmm. Um, but, you know, fast forward 28, 2019, um, you know, my Impala, long story short, just died. You know, so mm-hmm. it kind of was a blessing in disguise that I was in a way forced to get a car, mm-hmm. but I could have waited people. Mm-hmm. I could have totally not had a car payment for who knows how long, mm-hmm. but instead I, I went forward and, 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 and purchased the vehicle and it's, it served two purposes. It serves a fulfillment pur- pur- purpose to me that I have, that I have an investment of something that I'm putting money in to make it look better and feel better and drive better. Mm-hmm. But also, it ultimately serves a purpose of progress. It shows where I'm at and where I was five years ago. Mm. So there's a level of um, step ahead that I know I'm at. I see. You know? Right. And it's not like that vehicle is super expensive because it's not. Mm. The reality is it, it's, it's one of those, going back to my point, self-competition. It, it shows me that I can get what I want when it's time and that I've worked hard enough to be able to get what I want. Mm. And it just so happens that it's a fun vehicle to drive. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Right. The other thing is the 2020... Actually, no, that one's too easy. I would say the business plan that I wrote. Um, And that's a good one. And that one's important to me because I've had a lot of business ideas in the last four or five years of my life. And, um, you know, this one is pretty clear-cut. You know, and I won't go into too much detail because... I was about to ask you, but... Okay. Yep, nope, I won't Just go into too much detail, answer. but um, I will say that that one had just been long overdue um, for, for actually putting together a structured plan of how to execute, how to re- uh, uh, generate revenue, um, and how to have it out, but most importantly, um, how to do it in a way that I can maintain my dignity and keep my name intact and... Um, have a good client base, right. you know? Yeah. So um, I think that's, those are the two kind of measurables for me that um, really stick out for a multitude of reasons, mm-hmm. um, you know? But um, I I got to say that one thing for sure that I'm looking forward to the most is executing it. Executing it for sure. Would that be a good segue to... What twenty twenty would possibly, be? possibly okay. Ty. In the words of Nelly, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> so take off all your clothes. <laughs> um, you have something you want to ask me? Do you have anything else that you would like to add or reflect upon on twenty nineteen? <sighs> no, I mean, there it was. It was, you know, the good versus great conversation is a good conversation to always have. And those are two very strong words, and they have to be used wisely. And so I'm going to ask you before I answer this question, but the question is, was your 2019 year of productivity good or great? It was 
It was good. <laughs> it was good. Okay. Can I ask you why you didn't choose great? I mean, I guess it wasn't great because I didn't adhere to it as fully as I possibly could. Like, you know, I I didn't work every single opportunity I could. There were moments, you know, don't get me wrong, like I, I took rest breaks. There were moments where I wanted to just have some time for myself or to spend with family, friends, and loved ones. Um, so to that's that's my measurement is against the the actual theme itself and how it stacked up on what I actually did in an actionable way. So I mean it was good, you know. Like I got a lot accomplished. I got a lot more done than I would have if I didn't set those themes. Mm-hmm. I mean it it wasn't great because. I mean, I guess this was like the first year we did it. So there wasn't really a, a, a high standard of measurement to kind of set out like, okay, so how is this going? I mean, it, it was just a matter of, are you doing it or are you not? And right. Is this working? Is it not? So right. um, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe next year, now that we've got one year under our belt, like there's there should be a little bit more standard or, you know, keep the same thing because it sounds pretty good from both sides that we we hit on what we wanted to do right we set out to right so i appreciate you answering before i did i, I like to sometimes weasel purposely out, and, of, yeah. out of questions I, yeah, I know. so yeah. um clear i'm gonna weasel out of this one no i'm kidding yeah. um <laughs> no i i i think my year of action was Man, I, I want to say I want to say great, but I'm going to put good before it, and I'm going to put an exclamation point after good. Though, um, it was a really good year. Um, it wasn't great because there were, like you said, there were for me though there were some things that um, I wanted to set out to actually accomplish and do. Um, at the same time. Uh, you know, those opportunities didn't quite knock on the door for those items like I wanted them to. I, I I did have a couple opportunities to do it. And I think what ended up happening ultimately is um, I know I could always come back to it. So I just kind of mm. to chalk it up as a as a as a loss. Mm. But I'd never really didn't really see it as a loss mentally because I didn't start the project. Right. You know, um, so. I, I gotta I gotta say it was a really good year, but yeah, it wasn't great um, because didn't really know what to expect from it. Mm. Didn't know what to expect from when we established this. Didn't really give an expectation to it. So you know when you when you don't when you do when you don't put an expectation on something, typically you're you're going to be um, happy with the results. Mm. You know that's kind of the norm. I would say that now that we have an established cadence, there should definitely be. You know, this kind of is the measurement for what's to lie ahead. Mm-hmm. So, um, my my theme for twenty twenty. Yeah, let's hear it. Is drumroll, please. A year of organization. Okay, I like that. By the way, he did not share this with me prior, so this is all new to me. I like it. Okay, so hit me with it. Why? Yeah, I I was gonna choose a year of productivity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
know, that he did share with me. <laughs> I was going to choose a year of productivity. And then I was going to choose a year of structure. Mm. I chose to not go with productivity because, one, you've done it. doesn't mean I, I, I don't need to do it, but you've done it, A. B, I operate similar to you. I'm always productive. And I think for myself, I know myself, I need something that's a little bit more measurable, attainable that I can see. Okay. And I chose to not go with structure because sometimes not having structure is where you learn growth. Sure. And it's where you experience growth. Right. So I chose organization because ultimately with the things that I accomplished in 2019 and the momentum that I have from 2019, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ride that same momentum to establish myself as not just what I've been doing, but a legitimate businessman. And I'm going to need organization for that. Mm. And organization is a very, very key foundation for success. Mm. And I've had it in some aspects. I have it in my nine to five, you know, where I, in my uh, occupation with working with physicians and everything. Um, you know, I, I have it on a day to day basis in that regard. Mm-hmm. But it, when the door closes at my company I work at and the door opens for Ty's personal life, that is a level of organization in which. I have to take it to a whole other level, mm. you know, and that's mental organization. Mm-hmm. That's literary organization. Mm. That's process organization, mm-hmm. strategy organization, every aspect that you can think of about mm-hmm. organization. That is what I am focused on. And that is what I'm going to execute and adhere to. This okay. year. All right. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. That's a good one. Same question to you, my friend. Any questions about that? The, the why the, the 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 my theme. I think you answered it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but to to answer your question, twenty twenty vision twenty twenty. <laughs> we are here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the big year, and it, it's it's not only a symbolic year because quite 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 easily seen. 2020 haha right but it's a it's a big representation for me because I've been for basically a third of my life at school and learning in an academic way and so I didn't really have me right I didn't have that sense of being able to have that freedom to express myself to go out explore do things to the way that I can now. Right, right. Not saying that I wasn't able to. It certainly was. But it's not to the extent that is available to me now. Right. So, drum roll, please. 2020 is the breakout year. The breakout year? The breakout year. So this is, you're legitimately claiming this as your year. This is my year. This is my year. And (laughs) this came as a as a, a reflection that I was doing for 2019 and kind of thinking about what I wanted to say in the podcast and also just reflecting upon the year that has been and just kind of looking at it and saying, wow, it's like, wow, I've put in all these steps in my life to really work on myself. And right. I feel like I've gotten a really good grasp of it. I feel like 2019 was icing on the cake of transforming all my weaknesses to strengths and now I need to just do. And so the breakout year, what that means to me 
is that I want to put myself out there in the world. Crazy enough, I'm already doing a podcast, but it's not my podcast. <laughs> but what I want to do is to be able to provide something that's tangible. I want to create things that people can actually enjoy. And it's not just working on myself, but I want to do things for other people. And the way that I kind of envision that is through creation of projects. And so, I mean, this, this kind of came about because I, I felt like, honestly, it was like, um, you know, I've, I've had, I've had these great trips that I've done where I've traveled internationally and right. they, they were wonderful experiences. Right, right, right. And I know I've shared a lot with you about how it went and, you know, you went into great detail and asking and, you know, you know, you know how it was, right. but for, for everyone else, it's, it's kind of like a very superficial, like, yo, how, oh, I heard you went to China. How was that? So it was good. Yeah. Or what you do. Yeah. Very you eat? Right. Yeah. It's like, okay. You know, it's like, that's not the story I want to share with you, Yeah, yeah. but it's not appropriate because you're not asking me the context right. of those questions. Right, right. So I'm not going to just spill it out to you. Yeah, it's true. So there's a way to get information out. Absolutely. And so. And, and, you know, context-wise, it, it may not be the appropriate time to be sure. doing that. So Absolutely. the way that I figured is that I want to create, whether it's, whether it's a writing like a blog or a creating a video or a podcast where you can tap into it at your own time, but it's me telling my story the way that I want it to be told. Because the more and more I carry on the responsibilities of life and I and becoming more of an adult, those experiences are starting to fade slowly. And I can't remember the details as vividly as I did, say, if you and I just were talking about it when I, when I just came back from it. Like, right. oh man, I know, I know everything yeah. about it. And it's at the top of the brain right there. Exactly. So, And so this is important for me because I've never done this before. And this is something that is stretching my comfort zone on what I'm used to doing and what I am comfortable doing. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty private person. And so for me to kind of put myself out there in this sense is a huge step. And I, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself in a position to, for failure, whereas like, oh, I have to put out X amount of content. Right. But I am for sure going to be putting out content. Right. Um, that is the theme. That's, that's a fantastic thing. And I appreciate you sharing that because ultimately um, we find motivation and, you know, people find motivation in everything that they do and they, everything that they see. Mm -hmm. You know this. I don't think the world knows this. I find motivation in the things that you do and the things that you say. And I would hope that Thank a lot you. of the things that I do and I say, you also find motivation in. Of course. So... Just hearing you speak to that, you know, wanting to put yourself out there, not wanting to, but the fact that you're going to put yourself out there and, you know, kind of cast your net out for the, the world and not just be vulnerable, but to deliver information about, you know, yourself. I mean, that that is an extra layer shed off of you that ultimately really, really brings to surface um, a much stronger and more balanced person. Um, so that is a really fun journey that I'm looking forward to seeing. Hmm. And I already know a lot, but I feel like I'm going to learn even more. Um, 
You know, you're, you're continuously setting the bar high and continuously raising your standards, which is, I mean, I feel like it's one of the best ways to kind of, uh, you know, live your life. You know, it's, it's that, again, my mind goes to the competition thing. I know we're wired differently, um, you know, but my mind is always kind of like, you know, looking at where we were at, right? Where we want to go and how we can we be better. Mm. So um, that, that's a fantastic theme. You, that's not even one word. That's like, that's a phrase. Like you've got a phrase with your theme, mm-hmm. you know, but it has impact. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope. That's Thank dope. You. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, anything else you want to add? So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Am I going to be allowed on your podcast channel? If you do a podcast? It depends on what I end up doing for it. Okay. Or okay. even if, if I decide to, to go through with the podcast, because okay. it doesn't have to be like the breakout year doesn't have to represent a podcast. That's just an idea that I'm throwing around. Makes sense. Um, yeah, because I want to come on your channel and talk smack on your channel. <laughs> and call your viewers to start kidding right. you up and All right. you know, start calling complaints. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that on your channel, but you know. He would. I, I might. <laughs> uh, but no, man, whatever the content is, I know it's going to be dope. So I look forward to it. Um, my, only, my only closing thoughts, of course, peeps, is, you know, uh, you know the, as this 2019 concludes and we enter in a... It, it's, it's a whole different decade. It's going to look different when you write it on paper. It's going to feel different when you see it and look at it on your calendar. It's just 2020 has a buzz behind it already, and it's not even here. Um, and millennials, I think you guys are aware, like, we're starting to take over the, the society a little bit and the workforce and the entrepreneurial side of things. But stay motivated, millennials, because we got the generation behind us. I think it's Gen Z. They are coming after our name. All right, so stay motivated. That's just a little side note. But I just want to say, everyone, thank you all for always listening and tuning in. Um, I do still have the Instagram, uh, the Here to Tell Instagram. Um, You can follow it and drop ideas on that. Um, You can always leave comments, hit the DM up. Um, I appreciate all the listeners. um, And keep keep the ideas coming. And, um, you know, be safe this year. Be smart. Be wise. Be humble. Uh, But be true in all that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, nothing is as promised as tomorrow. So live every day like it's the last. Lee, anything? You said it, man. Hey. Nothing more to add. Be strong, get strong, and stay strong, people. We out. Versa out. Happy New Year.